Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for Guitar Dads by Guitar Dads. This week, we're getting all festive. Kiss has an ace up their sleeve for the final tour. And put your gear in the box? This ain't no Justin Timberlake SNL skit. This week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, here are the two guys who don't really like Kiss all that much, Matt and Dave. (laughs) Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. What's up, everyone? Welcome Welcome back back to to another pod. Welcome to the podcast episode 14. We've done 14 wow, of these. Wow, 14. Days. Well, we've done 13. This is the 14th. We haven't quite This is the 14th one. Well, yeah, well technically yeah. we've done 14 cuz we're we're talking now. Hey, we're cheers to now. that, right? Raise yeah, raise your glass. Cheers to that. Yeah, you got a glass here somewhere. Yeah, so here we are. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you guys are still enjoying. Just let us know what you think as usual check out the youtube check out the insta actually dave speaking of youtube this week i put up a little demo of the marshall silver jubilee mini which is right over my shoulder right here you did and, uh, yes yeah i mean what did you think dave i mean i thought it's i mean i've heard the thing in the room so i can't i can't really <laughs> i can't compare it to that but i think the thing sounds fantastic and i like the demo it was good yeah well thanks but um, so what I did with that, I mean, we can talk about it maybe more on the gear, but what I did with that is I didn't mic up the cabs and stuff like like I was talking about last week. I just I use IRs right straight into my DAW and I think you get a much better result than oh, you think if so? I was trying to mic up my cab. Well, I don't you know, I'm not like Rick Beato. I, th- I don't I don't <laughs> have like I don't have like a ISO room where I can crank the thing and it's it's not you know, it's it's not. I mean, I I should experiment that with that eventually, but I think you should have you should have put an ISO you should have put an ISO room in when you built the yeah room. I should have put an ISO really room should. in yeah <laughs> even like you know like Pete Thorne when you see here his demos a lot of what he does he has like an ISO room where he has the cranked cabs it's the same with Tim Pierce I guess have has them in his garage where he has his his cranked cabs so yeah it's 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 interesting. I don't have that. So I guess I could though. I could do that. Like on a Saturday, I could put I could I could crank put the cab out in the garage and crank it up. I mean, isn't that, that what, isn't that what that amp is meant to do? Is just like, you know, almost yeah. dime the thing and then just go, right? I mean Yeah, that's... well that's what's cool about having the load box having the captor is that I had the thing cranked up through the through the captor into the IR. So anyway, I don't But it'd be an interesting to do it. like an A B though, you know? Yeah, you know what? That's actually a really good that's actually a really good idea to do an AB between an IR and actually in the room. But, you know, to do an AB, you need someone that, like, kind of knows how to to properly mic up uh, cabs, and that's not me. So, But we could try. We could so try. So if you're out there listening and you know how to properly mic up cabs, please give us a, uh, send us an email at guitardadspod <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah, Seriously, anyway, send me the comments, too. Anyway, it gives you a taste yeah. of just, like, it's not like a full demo of this thing. There's tons of really good ones out there on the internet. And like I mentioned, I watched them all before I bought this thing. So, so there's that, but, but it just gives you a flavor of how I like it dialed in and what I think sounds good. Um, and I, I put it in with some drums as like a ba- drum backing tracks. So you can hear, it's not really a full kind of mix cause there's no bass, but you get the idea of how it sounds. And I th- to tell you the truth, Dave, it does sound close to me, to my ears, 
it sounds close to what it sounds like in the room through that through through the yeah. IR. So IRs are amazing. They're just amazing. So anyway, well, there's that. So it, it, uh, stay tuned because I'm sure that at some point we'll be doing a uh, a comparison. We'll yeah, that's an interesting for, idea. For maybe we should try. Maybe we should. Screw I think we should. A yeah. Bit. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. But yeah, I do have mics. We could mic stuff up. We'll see how it goes. So anyway. So there anyway. we go. So that was YouTube this week. So thank you for all of you that checked that out. There's your catch up on YouTube. For those of you that are behind on our uh, channel, check out all yes. the new videos coming out. That's right. Dave is is um, is is up in his meme game. There was another one that came out this week on the Instagram. Yeah, right? keep was, checking uh, out our Instagram, Guitar Dad's Pod, <laughs> on Twitter as well. It had something to do with John Frusciante. I don't it, know. It, it was John Frusciante. It was, it was Hello Frush. <laughs> Hello Frush. Free late night delivery for all your food needs. By John Frusciante. By John Frusciante. Hello Frush, yes. Anyway, check out the Instagram. If, <laughs> if you want to actually see what we're talking about, go check out the Insta. It's you go check out the Instagram, yeah. Yeah. So, Dave, what are we getting into this week? What are we getting into this week? Well, I'm sure you've heard the news. Uh, obviously, uh, music is, we've talked about this on the last several pods. Music is definitely coming back. And now festivals are coming back. Really Ooh. good news, right? Ooh. Upcoming in July, uh, Lollapalooza in Chicago. And yep. in September, I hadn't actually heard of this uh, Bottle Rock show. This is a, bo- a bottle uh, festival in uh, Napa in September. Oh, cool. And I'll tell you. Uh, so the, the Foo Fighters are incredible. on both bills, and okay. I think they're headlining one of the nights at Lollapalooza. Okay. And you know who's on this Bottle Rock ticket? I think the Foo's always headline Lollapalooza. Didn't they, like, start Did they? Lollapalooza? I don't, I don't know. I don't, well, there's the, back then there were so many fe- There was, like, the they, Horde Fest and Lollapalooza and oh, so many festivals. They're one the of day. the originals at Lollapalooza, I think, so... So I think, um, you know, they're always involved in it. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, it's cool to see like Chicago is going to be doing their thing. I don't know, Dave, you think we should fly out to Chicago for Lollapalooza? I mean, I think it's a perfect fun. weekend to do. Yeah, sounds like a fun idea. I think we should probably do it. If we can convince the wives. I, my uh, brother lives in Chicago, so he's got a place for us to stay. Yeah, and we're going to have him on the um, podcast soon, right? Oh, yeah. My brother does have to come on. My brother recently joined a Pink Floyd tribute band. He plays Very keys. cool. Very cool. He's a keyboard dad, not a not a guitar dad, but close enough. Cause well, we'll I, let him on the show. Yeah, we yeah. We can let him so, on the show, right? That's allowed. Yeah, and I almost think like, if we invite him on the show, we should invite like one of the guitar players from his band. Oh, I think that's a that's a given, right? I mean, you got to have a guitar player on the show. Or maybe we like, yeah, we'll have him first, and then one of the guitar player from the Pink Floyd trip. And we'll band. just direct all the questions to the guitarist, and every yeah, time yeah, that your brother tries brother. to like yeah. edge edge in on the conversation, but yeah, but but what what string gauge do you usually use? What do you what do you? <laughs> that's actually a good idea. We should we should have him on, and then maybe later we'll have guitarist from his uh, Pink Floyd tribute band because he says these guys. My brother recently joined this band. And he said that these guys are the real deal. They get the tones dead on. They get the Gilmore tones dead on. And I told him, I'm like, what kind of? Because my brother doesn't know a lot about a lot about guitars. And I'm like, what kind of guitars are they playing? Are they playing Strats. He's like, yes, they're playing Strats. And I was like, you know what that is, right? That's the one that looks like this. And, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're playing Strats. I'm like, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, so we, we're I don't... off to a good start with that. Right. But anyway, so yeah, so I think you know maybe we make a um. 
It shipped for Lollapalooza. Well, that's that's kind of, you know, I'll tell you, there's only a few bands on the planet where it's kind of, it's really ballsy to be a tribute band, right? Because you were like with Floyd, you've got to get it right. And there's oh, so yeah, much, yeah, yeah. there's so much to figure but out. Floyd is one of those bands, like so iconic that yeah. like, you know, people are going to come and see you, even if you're like mediocre. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what am I doing on a Friday night? Oh, I'll go check. But you're right. You can't really be terrible. Um, no, so I don't even. Be, I, I you got to be on your game. You got to be on your game. Right. I mean, Floyd. Floyd is one of those iconic bands too. That it's not just like you know uh, what. Oh, what I'm doing on. What am I doing on a Friday? Oh, I go check out these guys. They're they're a Floyd tribute band. I mean, Floyd fans get are so you know just like every other band, but they're they're crazily obsessed with this stuff. So oh, it's true. It's true. If you don't do something right, you don't play the right whatever. You know, and musicians people, people know. And usually it's musicians who are the huge uh, fans of right. Floyd. And they're the like, guys going to these shows. Yeah, they're like the musos that like want to hear it played properly. Um, totally get it. I think, you're, I think you got it right, Dave. So we'll see. Like, hopefully this band isn't terrible since my brother's in it. <laughs> well, <laughs> bring him on the pod. We'll, we'll, hey, we'll set him. We'll, hey, we'll... hey, Al, if you're listening, I hope your band doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so he's, dri- you guys he's driving to work right can- now. He's driving to work right now, cursing us out listening to this. I'm sure he is. Yeah, yeah. Al, you know what? Just make sure you get it right, man. Don't miss a note. Don't miss a note. Get those synth tones right. Anyway, so getting back to it. So Bottle Rock. This yeah, sounds so Bottle right. Rock. that's really cool how it's called Bottle Rock. Bottle Rock, yeah. And you know who's uh you know another it sounds uh, like that song. What song? It it sounds like that song that's called Body Rock. Body Rock. <laughs> You know that song. <laughs> I believe the Chipmunks did a good version of it in the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. Okay, we are less than eight minutes in, and we've already gone off the rails with Alvin the latest... and the Chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> have you speak? This is actually music related. Speaking, have you, have seen, you seen Alvin? And have the... you seen the like the newer ones with um? Jason Lee as Dave. <laughs> yes, yes. They're actually yes. well, you're you're a dad. You have, they're of good. I have. They're good movies. I, They're I, actually pretty good. As a, as someone who loved Alvin and the Chipmunks when I was a kid, I actually like these 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 movies. I think they're fun. I think the music is fun. It's a it's a good time. So. Yeah, no, I think, and they're they're well done. They're well so those those of you dads out there and moms listening to this, it's what's if, your if you favorite got kids, one? Let Dave? your kids watch it. It's good. What's your what what's your favorite one? Like the original or? Oh, how how do you not like the original? I thought you were going to ask me which who's my favorite chipmunk. I mean, that's no, a conversation like a, we definitely can get into. Well, because there's like a bunch of different movies. My favorite Alvin and the Chipmunks movie with Jason Lee is Chipwrecked. <laughs> <laughs> you just like the name. Yeah, I just wanted to say Chipwrecked. Yeah, that's you just wanted to say Chipwrecked. That's yeah. the movie when they get stranded. And what, um, what was the other one? There was another one with a, another funny name. I forget the more recent oh really uh, oh i don't know oh the squeakwell yeah. oh the squeak that's it yeah the squeakwell <laughs> this is <laughs> off this, the rails this is the guitar dad's podcast everybody anyway anyway and we'll see you next week so bottle rock sounds like a very cool thing happening at nap i mean that's yeah. this is that sounds yeah. amazing like there's a festival out in like wine country you can like drink a bunch of wine isn't and, that like, listen to Gun- and Guns and Roses is headlining this thing? This Guns and Roses is headlining. Yeah, I was going to oh say a little a lesser known band that you might have heard of, Guns and Roses. Yeah. Another festival that I saw pop up on the Instas from some of the bands we really like is um, something out in Telluride. Had you seen that, Dave? 
Oh no! It's called I like haven't. the Van. Something oh, about a van. Yes. Anyway, yes. it's a it's a festival out there in Telluride, and it looks amazing. It's like Tyler Bryant. I think uh, I don't think it's Dirty Honey, but it's like I think it's Nick Perry. It's um a bunch of gr- a bunch of the people that we like are there. Oh, and, and speaking of Dirty, spe- speaking of Dirty Honey, right? We have we do have yeah. news, although it's it's close just for us, but it, yeah, it's cool just for us. Oh yeah, this that's right. But they, we are going to finally get to see the Black Rose. Yes. Right? Yeah. So things across the country are starting to open up. You know, Massachusetts, you know, for better or worse, is one of the last to open up. But after May yeah. 29th, it was announced that everything has opened up without any restrictions, which, you know, I mean, honestly, Massachusetts is late to the game on this. But it's still great news. And what that means Very is that. News. Yeah. What that means is that all the the big um, concert um, stages around here are kind of scrambling to get shows up and running. Yeah. And Dave and I had tickets to this one for what? July of 20, right? July 2020, we had tickets. Yeah. And then we also, um, yeah, we and then it was rescheduled for this July. And, and, then, yeah. and that, got, that got pushed. Now it's in September, but... The great news is Dirty Honey's on this tour. Dirty Honey is opening with the Black Crow for, for the Black Crows on this yeah. entire tour, which is really cool. So, like, if you're a Black Crows fan, you should definitely go to the show. This is where the one they were they're, they're doing the whole album. They're doing Shake Your Money Maker. Yeah, it's they're playing gonna be the good. whole thing. It's gonna be so good. Gonna be so and good. Dirty Honey is opening for them, which is just awesome, right? This this is like I couldn't have got better news this week. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I was you know, so, like, when you sent that to me, I was so psyched. I was like, "Oh my god, this is our prayers." I think I sent you the the text, and I said, "Dave, our prayers have our been prayers answered. are answered." Because to tell you the truth, what Dave and I have been doing is like scouring the Dirty Honey um, um, tour and like trying to figure out like, are you guys coming to the New England? Like, I'm I'm like hitting them up on Instagram, like anything in New England. I think the closest they were going to get to us was Jersey. And the tour, and then like it was on a weekend where Dave and I couldn't do it, and I'm like, ah, what are we gonna do? And then this hits, and we're like, oh, it's on. This is great news. So, I think a sign, uh, also a sign of the times, right? A sign of coming out of this pandemic and how 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 much you and I are jonesing for live live music. So, if you haven't heard of this this tour, right? So they're they're playing through uh, Shaker Money Maker in its entirety. So in it's entire. It's the it's the set list, right? That's it. Yeah. So we are so jonesing for a show. We are talking about possibly going down to Jersey two nights later to see the same show. Yeah, we should actually probably do that. I mean, that I'm, would be kind of cool. Joking. Although I'd love to see a Dirty Honey headline where they can play the whole album and some of their older yeah. songs because we're only going to get like a half hour for. We we'll get a half. I mean, yeah, we'll get it's like, going to be awesome. Don't get me wrong, but I'd love to hear like the new album in its entirety. Although the new album is just a half hour. <laughs> Yeah, the new album is short, so you might, yeah, you yeah, might yeah, see yeah. the, yeah. It, yeah. But still, like, I'd love to see, like, you know, it's still, it's still not going to be the same. Like, I'd love to see them in a smaller club, smaller venue, you know, and just go insane, like House of yeah. Blues or something. Like, I would love that. Um, maybe our, our, our prayers will be answered later on in the fall or the winter or something. Dave. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't see, they're, they are, they are definitely, uh, they, they're definitely gaining steam and I could see them doing a winter yeah. tour and, and coming around here or at least close, you know? I agree. Hopefully they do something like that. But yeah, so, so that's, th- this is the good news, right? I think finally like this week or last week we really got the news, but now stuff is really starting to come on. You know, I did see that, um, 
I think I sent it to you maybe today or yesterday, Dave. Aerosmith actually postponed their show, but instead of doing what what um, Motley and Def Leppard did, was postponing it completely into 2022. I think Aerosmith said, "No, we're coming to Fenway, but we're going to do it like in September, right?" Because I think they were worried because. Prior to this, this is just to give everybody like the inside scoop. Prior to this, the governor of Massachusetts was saying, "Oh, everything is going to be unrestricted August 3rd, right?" Instead, right. Of now so this is a jump. Up. This is this a jump is, in the timeline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like all these big venues right. in Boston are like kind of scrambling. But Aerosmith came out and said, "No, we're going to do it, and we're going to do it in September." So that's cool. So like Fenway, and and you know, I was looking at the Fenway page. Like new shows keep popping up. Like it's unbelievable. Like yeah, things actually, are just I mean, be I, full blast. I, I I know that tour logistics are just absolutely crazy. I would probably couldn't I could never wrap my head around that. But the it was surprising to me that the stadium tour got postponed to 2022 because you know, like you said, Massachusetts was expected to be one of the last states to yeah. really open. Yeah, and you got to imagine that the, the people in charge of this thing are calling everywhere, trying to figure out, get an inkling of what's going on. And they announced that they were going to do the tour recently. So yeah, and we yeah, said yeah. this on I think on the pod that. If they had announced it, they probably had a pretty good suspicion that it was going to happen. So I was but really it turns out they hear. didn't. Yeah, yeah, it turns, turns out, out they, they didn't. didn't. Yeah, yeah it is. No I idea. think that's an interesting point, Dave. And yeah, I was actually surprised, I think, because it must not have been just, I mean, maybe they're kicking themselves now if Massachusetts was one of the last holdouts for them. But they, they must have been, they must also probably was a risk thing for them where they thought, you know, what happens if there's another outbreak and things get canceled? Like, we can't afford to run a tour of this magnitude with that kind of uncertainty out in the world, right? Yeah, you're probably um, right. You know, you're, like, you're, I'm sure you're I, right. I think, I think they were just like, let's just wait till it settles down. There's no question, right? Because I think with that many bands, that many logistics, that kind of a tour, I think it's just too massive to have any sort of doubt that it could it could happen, right? But now, yeah. you know, but things are looking good. It looks like we're going to be back, so maybe they're kicking themselves now. Yeah, they know? might be kicking them, but I wonder. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I didn't before they canceled it. I hadn't looked at any of the dates, so it'd be kind of curious to see what what was scheduled and then what they ended up having to cancel. You know? Yeah, I mean, they canceled the whole thing. Right? I mean, it no, was I know, but dates. I'm just one. I, I'm just th- I'm saying my my point is like le- uh, looking at the. Some of the dates were they a lot of northeast dates and then California oh, oh, dates, oh. or no, were they I think, no. you know were they everywhere? I think I I mean honestly I think it was really about the overall uncertainty of this whole thing and what's going to happen and they didn't want to take any risks because there's just so much right. upfront money that has to be spent right on the the crew like once you contract the crew like. I think they got to pay them a certain amount of money. Like, yeah, you can don't have to pay them the full, but like it just, and then bands have guarantees. Like it, 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 it the business side of this is like beyond insane on these. So tours. then why would they, why would they announce it then? Like literally two and a half, three weeks. Ago, I agree. Right? I agree with you. I don't know why they, why they did this. I, I think they're just, I think they, you know, they probably didn't understand all the thing. Everybody's finding their way through this, you know, yeah. it's just and, and who knows? It, may, it might've been, you know, it might've been some, you know, some, uh, some argument within between the groups, you know, saying, well, yeah, who I think knows that's who wanted to go yeah. out, but the other, the other, the other guys didn't. And, yeah. I know. think that's what it comes down to is that it's a, it's not just one band and like their support. It's like, yeah, there's four, there's you know, four big, four big pretty acts. big, big acts. So yeah, I think that's what was the bottom line there. So it's a bummer, but you know, which I think hopefully Dave means we can actually be able to get tickets and go to this thing next year. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it, 
yeah, the this I, I think they're honoring the tickets that were already already purchased. But so it, there's going to be very few left. And look at the yeah. look at the uh, reseller uh, pricing on that. Oh yeah, it's going to be crazy. crazy. Yeah, but I think once it's like all announced and we understand what's happening, maybe we can get in on it. But it yeah. is good. I mean, this is the over. Like I said, overall, it's great news. Concerts are coming up. You know, I just can't wait. We gotta, we gotta get to some other concerts too, Dave. Like this is the thing: is like Dave and I are like, oh, concerts are happening, but like, which ones do we actually want to go to? Right. And this is the other thing: because things are open up, like our calendars are getting kind of filled up as well with different things we're gonna do with with family and friends. So these are all great problems to have. All we, great problems to I mean, have. The this bottom is- line is, we're gonna be out there seeing shows again over the summer, and that's just great news. Yeah, and I think we're even talking about seeing Blackberry Smoke, right, at the end of August. So Blackberry, oh yeah, we're definitely going to go see the Blackberry. Stay tuned for that, that great band. If you haven't yeah. had a chance to see them, go out and Oh, see they're them. awesome, Blackberry. Awesome live act. I mean, yeah. I mean, I love I, I love their music in general, but live, they, they just kick ass. Oh, I know who it was. I just remembered. That one out in Telluride was Rival Sons is headlining that. Oh. Yeah, that little is this, festival is this is going there. on. Is this yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah, it's happening out there in Telluride, Colorado. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are the chances that we can convince the wives? I know. How to do we fly get out, out there? to Colorado? How do you how do you do this? How do we See, get out is, there, Dave? This is the this is the core problem of the guitar dad, right? Yeah, like, how that's do you true. convince the wife? And depending on the level of ask, <laughs> right? I mean, this is that that's a huge ask. It is a big ask. Maybe we can figure it out. I don't think we can. Figure it out. We can do some mountain biking out there. It'd be a great time. If you guys have any ideas, please contact the show. No, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> you guys probably have the same problems we do. If you have any ideas, contact the show and send us two tickets from Boston <laughs> to Denver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we will meet you there. But all right, well, so this is exciting. But Dave, you had some other news, music news you wanted to cover tonight. I did? What was the other music news? You want ah. to talk about Kurt Cobain? Talk about Kurt. Oh, did you hear this? Did you I, hear? I saw it. He, so I saw his, it. Did you see this? Yeah, his. Uh, so I think a lock of his hair sold at auction for fourteen thousand dollars. <laughs> now that's ridiculous, but but it, it did get me thinking, right? So yeah, who of of all of, all of the acts that you love, pick yeah. one. And what would you buy off of them, from them, of theirs, whatever? And what's your price? Yeah, so it actually is a really good thing that you brought. I mean, obviously, like a lock of hair is like ridiculous, but you know, that's, people are hard, yeah, people are hardcore fans. But you know, what's becoming more and more popular, and this kind of gets into a little more on the gear side. But you know, there's some artists that are putting like massive lots of stuff up up on Reverb. Which for yep. those of you that aren't obsessed with gear like we are, it's like an online, it's almost like an eBay um, for for just music gear, and and it's awesome. And so artists will put like lots up there. Actually, the guy from Guns and Roses, who's now the, the yeah other Richard guitar Fortas, player, he just he just put Fortas, up a lot of stuff. He put up a massive lot with Chicago Music Exchange, which is owned by the same company as Reverb. And uh, well, actually, no, they're not anymore because Reverb got sold. That's right. Etsy Olds owns Reverb now. So it actually went through Chicago Music Exchange and not through Reverb. So um, it was interesting. But anyway, so these massive lots of stuff from these artists. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of cool to me. Would, would I really, would, would I want to pay a premium because like somebody, 
I liked as an artist, played it on stage uh, for like a piece of gear. Nah, you wouldn't? I don't, I don't know. I don't. If it was a really cool guitar, maybe I would think about it or something. A, sl- a slash like pedal. A sl- how about a slash a slash played amp from like the the day? You know, back in the day. Well, you yeah, you of course I would love something that? like that. But of course I would. But that's like out of the ballpark, Dave. Okay, like so well, that's this. my point. That's my question. Yeah, yeah. What's sure, your What's yeah, your sure. range? What would you spend? What would you just have to? <laughs> I could, we'll put it all this way. I couldn't afford that stuff. Right. Right. Okay. So what? Give me, it. give me, give me your peak number that you could, you would, you would accept yourself <laughs> spending for something. I don't like know, this. Dave. That's too. It's too much money. Though, though, you're is not going to get much? it. Is it too much? Yeah. No. This is not. I mean, what am I going to tell you? Like, oh yeah, maybe like five grand. I couldn't justify okay, so five, that kind of expense. So five grand. Yeah, five grand. You're talking about like you know getting some of these like these guys picks. You know, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I couldn't. I, I don't. I don't. We. You know, I'm not in that kind of league where I can think about. Like that kind of stuff, which is like, it's like memorabilia type stuff, right? Like it's not really my thing. I'm not like a memorabilia collector or anything like that. But I mean, yeah, would it be cool to have this stuff? Of course it would be. You know, you also said um, you were done with tube amps a while back too. No, I, t- <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. But yeah, so I mean, in terms of gear, like, yeah, I mean, maybe if there's like a pedal or something and it wasn't outrageously expensive, I would think about it. But like a slash wah. Yeah, like a slash wah. I that's the thing is like I would I'd probably be happy just buying the signature slash wah, right? And like not having to have it like, oh, it's the actual one he played. Like I don't know if that I mean it's cool, but I don't know if it's worth like, you know, a gazillion dollars because Yeah, like you wouldn't pay ten grand for that yeah, thing. I, I don't, yeah, I don't it's either. like no, this I, is the I same. I can go to the store and buy one of these. Like, it's not a big deal. So, you know, if some unique things maybe get into it, but no, I'm not like, I'm not like all excited about like memorabilia. It's not my thing. Some people are right. Like obviously the guy that owns the, uh, what is it? The, um, the Colts owner, Indianapolis Colts owner. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Irsay. He owns a 59, right? Yeah. Yeah, Well, he, he's a good, he's a guitar collector, but he's the one that bought the Gilmore guitar. He did like buy the, three yes, million did. dollars yep. or something, right? Yep. Like if I had that kind of money, would I buy stuff like that? I that's actually a good question. I don't know. I mean, it's easy to say like, oh yeah, sure. If I was a gazillionaire, I would buy something like that. But like, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, but if you had that, so if you're if you're the owner of if you're the owner of an NFL football team, I mean, yeah. an NFL team, you 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 have a lot of money to spend. So. That that's kind it of is pocket cool. change to to put down yeah. for a, a guitar like that. If it know? was I mean, like pocket changed, do, but do you think? I don't think he plays it. Although he did say when he bought it that he he wanted like people to play it. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't I don't know if he if he plays guitar, but he certainly has the drug habit to support music. So you know. <laughs> that is for sure. Or I wonder if it's going to be like a thing where like. Um, like that, what's his name? That music is wind guy, Tyler, when he like played the the Clapton guitar that they thought was going to sell for like a hundred grand and no one bid on it. <laughs> oh, nobody bid on it? I didn't hear that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He made like this big video because the auction house invited him. They're like, oh, why don't you come and check this out? You know, to kind of hype it up, I would Spe- assume. Speaking of, of Clapton, I heard today yeah. he made, he did, so he got the COVID vaccine and he yeah. said the side effects made him feel like he almost was never going to sing and play again. Yeah, 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 Did yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I mean, that's unbelievable. Like, is that, is that really true? Like, I don't know. I maybe mean, it is. I don't know. I mean, poor Eric, you know? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hopefully he's okay. 
Hopefully yeah. he's okay, but that's really bad vaccine messaging, right? I mean, like- <laughs> well, yeah, but he's been on the, let's just say he's been on the other side of this whole COVID thing for a while, right? Yeah. Um, so without getting in all to the Paul, he's taken a lot of heat. Yeah. Right? He has taken a lot of heat because yeah. he really spoke out against the lockdowns. And, and I think you're right. Is this just another one of his political things or is it, did it really happen? I mean, it I sounds think like guy, it really I, happened. That's really ironic for a guy like him because the, the minute, the minute the UK shut down, he would have just like closed himself in the white room and been done with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the white room. Yeah, that's right. The black curtains. That's I got them right. all night, folks. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, so hopefully Eric's all right. I mean, geez, that's kind yeah, of scary. Yeah, for the of poor course. Guy. We don't want we don't want anything bad happening to anybody. I know, but I mean, geez, I mean, yeah, it is it is interesting. It's like, but I did see some like snarky comments on the Facebook post. People people are like, oh, we were so close. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, yeah. Some people just, do be, especially, like I say, he took a lot of heat after he spoke out against the lockdown. It's like, he was just, you know, whatever. We, we, we won't get into the politics of it. But, yeah, he took a lot. I was like, that's so mean. Well, These well, people well, saying you know, this that, about that kind of That kind of leads us into another topic that we were yeah, going to talk about. And we don't want to get too political. But, the, you know, obviously the pandemic brought about a lot of music. And, of course, it's going to be very politically uh, motivated because that's what's yeah. going on right now. Right? So, um. Let's get into uh, a review of. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So there was a great new album came out. Miles Kennedy, yep. lead singer of Alter Bridge, also Miles Kennedy, and uh, it's with, uh, with Slash. the conspirators, Slash and the conspirators, right? Yeah, yeah. He's so he's Slash's lead singer and yep. co-writes all that awesome Slash stuff and does all the singing. So I mean, he's an amazing artist. He's come out with his what, new second, album. This is the second solo, but this yeah, one yeah. Has, so, has a much different flavor than the first. The first one was like the um yes. More like the acoustic vibe and And, and let that, me just right? say, Dave, let, 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 let me just say I didn't like his first solo album. I thought it was way too acoustic-y and boring. Agreed. I love his singing and don't get me wrong, like one of his best songs ever um is like an acoustic song um, with with Alter Bridge, Blackbird, right? Oh yeah. But then Blackbird well, gets awesome and there's like yeah, awesome Blackbird, guitar. Yeah, Blackbird yeah, 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 kicks yeah, yeah. it into high gear. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> but so like, but I, t- I heard a couple of the singles where he does get into the electric stuff pretty well, and it's yeah, pretty he's got, he's got They've got a he's got they got a couple great ballads too that are all acoustic, like Watch Over You and Oh uh, yeah, they get so many you know? acoustic. And you know, and you know, to tell you the truth, maybe I didn't give the thing as much of a chance as I should have his first solo album. I just heard a couple of songs and I was like, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's my thing, but maybe I should give him another chance. But I'm definitely going to give this album a chance because I heard a couple of the the stuff he put on YouTube and it, it sounds great. It sounds yeah. much more he- kind of on the heavier rock side and you know, it's Miles and his voice is incredible still, you know. Yeah, it's, de- it's he's awesome. He's awesome. And I listened to it a lot today. Um it's it's definitely got a different guitar vibe to it. Um a, a lot, he gets a lot of great to- he, I, you know, he's got yep. some great telly-tones on there. Yep. Um obviously he play, he's he's a PRS guy through and through, so he you hear yep. that a lot. And he also plays a ton of slide. Yeah, he loves the dobro and the slide. He loves the dobro, yeah, and it, uh, and it's and he and he's a great player. So oh, it, he's it's awesome. got a yeah, he's got a it, it, the 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 album's great. The music is great. A lot of like traditional, you know, Miles like melody lines yep. in there, and some of it. And it must this is this to me. I, I have no idea, but when you listen to it, you'll have to tell us. It 
I really feel like the the last bunch of years that he's been touring with Slash, that his Slash has really rubbed off on him. You'll hear some of these licks on here. Oh, and it's totally. like it's total Slash. You know? Yeah, you can totally see that. Yeah. 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 Well, in writing with Slash too, right? In writing with Slash. Yeah, not, exactly. not just touring. He's like writing and collaborating. So, no, you know, it was interesting, Dave. I read an article. Um, I don't think I sent it to you. I should send it to you today about Miles and how he wrote this album. And he actually said... He I saw. Got, I, um, he, are you, you talking about it? the Loudwire article? Um. Well, I think it was Music Radar, where he was talking about. Um, he was talking about how he was inspired by a lot of plugins, like oh, recording no, plugins. No. Yeah, he was talking about how like recording plugins really inspired him to write this album and and be more creative. You know, just it got his creative flow going. And the cool story from it is. He was using, I think he was using Universal Audio, and he got, in Universal Audio, when you buy their interfaces that are like 800 bucks for like the cheapest one. (laughs) So like, not for like, you know, hobbyist people, although there's plenty of hobbyists that that have them. I'll, I'll eventually have to get one because they sound awesome. But they come with like a million plugins when you buy these things. And the other thing that the UA Audio things do is that they actually run, there's like a computer in the, in the, um, in the interface itself. So they run the run on the interface. So like the computing power is happening on the interface. It's kind of a That's why these things are really like next level. But he said that he found like a guitar model, an amp model of a deluxe reverb, the amp. Right. And he said like, Oh, I haven't really been into reverbs. He goes, but it sounded so damn good. This is, this is probably the teletones you're talking about. Yeah. And he, he goes, gets some great teletones. And he goes, it was a model of like a 60 something deluxe reverb. And he goes, you know what? I called up one of the guys I know that knows how to find these vintage amps. I had him buy me one. And he goes, that's pretty much the album. The guitar sounds on the album. Are with oh, this wow. the sixty like a real life one that they mic'd up for the thing, but but he's like I, I I'm reading this article like why didn't he just use the plugin for the album if he loved the plugin so much you know <laughs> turns out he like loves the plugin and inspires him to go buy the actual lamp and Is use this, the actual that, lamp for the album. So he he primarily used that amp for the entire album. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, wow. yeah, I'll send you the article. Yeah, it's a good it's a good yeah. article. But anyway, it's really and then he was saying stuff like, oh, like I would hear like a compressor or this other plugin, and I'd be like, oh, that sounds so good, and it would keep me going on a song. And and he said like a lot of the stuff that I would like kind of demo, um, a lot of that stuff ended up on the final record because it just sounded so good. So. And you heard how this whole album came about, right? I mean, he had wanted to, he had had some stuff in the can and, and he yeah. was writing some new stuff. And then one day he kind of, I mean, not, not just like, just like that, but he kind of just decided to pack up shop from, uh, where did he lives out in what? Washington state, right? Yeah. I think he just so. decided to pack up and like, get into a suburban with some, with his, with his band and, and head to Florida to record. Cause that was one oh, of the few that what places. He did? Yeah. That was one of the few, uh, studios that they could actually get, um, you know, that was open. Oh, interesting. It was earlier in the pandemic. So oh, interesting. Oh, and they cool. just drove across state, uh, drove, drove across country and uh, hit Florida and recorded it. Oh, cool, man. That's really great. So, yeah, right. it was, so it's got kind well, of a cool story to it. Definitely a cool album that I will be listening to this weekend and um, should be a fun time. Yeah, good, good, good music. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to seeing what, uh, what Slash and Miles come up with next. And I'm sure oh. they're going to, I'm sure they're going to be coming out with an album soon. And what about like, I mean, not to go into a rabbit hole, but what about like 
all this rumor about GNR prior to the pandemic about GNR coming out with original music. Is that going to happen? Who knows? Uh, you know a lot what? to look forward to in 2021. You want to, you want to know my thoughts. See, I think, I, I think it's, I, I think they're, I think that they've spent some time recording it. I, mm. I heard something on, I forget who I was listening to. One of the DJs on satellite made a comment about a rumor that was out there that during the pandemic, they actually recorded some new material and it might be coming out. Oh, okay. No, no, so, exactly. They, they, they've been talking about that for like, I feel like years. Yeah. But I think, so what the rumor is that it's actually recorded now. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let, let, let's see if we can actually get, get our hands on this at some point. But anyway, all these things to look forward to, which is really cool. But what, another thing to look forward to, what you teased us at the beginning, was that Kiss has an ace up their sleeve. I haven't yeah. heard this news, so tell me this. So I guess they're – so, I, yeah, we're, I mean, we're here on the Guitar Dads podcast, we're massive Kiss fans, right? Yeah, well, not really. <laughs> um, I mean, we, uh, we, like, yeah, we like some Kiss, but not – I like you know. some of the Kiss, but yeah, yeah, we we're, like not yeah, yeah. we're not hardcore. Yeah, we're not hardcore. But I guess the man, one of their managers said that uh, yeah. Ace is probably going to be along on the final tour. I don't know in what capacity, whether that oh, means that's every date or if he's actually going to be, you know, joining them here and there or what the deal is. But that's kind of cool because all the, you know, all the, the baggage those guys have. What did I? Yeah, it, that's, that's, that's unbelievable if Ace. I mean, Ace is such an influential guy. Yeah, he's, he's a legendary guy. You know, I want to say that I saw. I'm going to Google it now. I saw that Ace is touring alone, like he's oh, doing like a solo thing. Ace Freely. Let me just go. I thought check I out saw. This is, let's see if he's coming in anywhere near Boston. Ace Freely tour. I, I would check that out. Hold on, I'm googling it. Yeah, Google, I mean Ace Freely's cool, right? Um, he is. Yeah, that would be pretty cool if he's if he does if he does join him on tour because then then you got. Um, you know, the, I don't think you'll ever see Peter Chris come back, right? There's too much like animosity between. No, 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 you're not going to see them. But, but yeah, this Ace Freely. Okay, I'm on his website now. Hold on, let's see if I can find something. Uh, tour dates. I thought I saw him. he's tour touring dates. with some with some band that I liked. Oh yeah, I think he's touring with Blackberry. Is he really? Uh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's interesting. Um, now, does he? He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't sing, right? I think he just um, played. I don't. I think. I, don't, I, I think he does. He. I, I have no idea. But he's got all these. He, oh, I'm sorry. It's not Blackberry. It's Alice Cooper. So he's touring yeah, with Alice. Thing. Yeah, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, why, why would he tour with Blackberry? What the hell am I talking about? So he's he's touring with Alice Cooper. It says yeah, Alice wow. Cooper with special guest Ace Freely, and he's they're making the rounds. They're coming to the. They're coming to Boston, Bridgeport, Chicago. They're, he's doing a whole tour. That Dave, maybe we got to break down and see them. See, I, yeah. Nita, see Alice and see Nita Strauss. I mean, come on. So Nita Strauss, who doesn't want to see Nita? Seeing, but I, I have never really been a big Alice Cooper fan. That's just it's <laughs> it's never been my thing, you know. Yeah, no, I that that's fine. I understand. But Nita Strauss, I could definitely, I could be convinced to go to to go see a show because she's she's because she's because she's playing. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. She's great. Um, anyway, so, okay, that's interesting. So we'll see what happens, but, but Ace is out there and act. I feel like yeah. he hasn't been super active lately, but now he seems like he's like, he's out there and doing his thing. So, yeah, yeah, that would be, you know, you know, what's not on his, his, his pedal board, but should be is the new Wampler gearbox <laughs> that came out. <laughs> We're trying to get through our topics today, folks. 
Yeah, okay. So, okay, we'll move on to the gear. Even though we kind of got into some Bad gear. transition. Yeah, even though we kind of got into some gear, we'll talk about. Yeah, so this is a pedal that came out last week or week before. It was actually leaked, like improperly leaked, apparently, not like purposely leaked. And what it is, it's a dual pedal, and it is the Wampler Pinnacle and the Wampler Tumnus combined into one pedal. And it's actually the Andy Wood signature pedal. Who's Andy Wood? I don't know. He's some awesome guitar player. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know who he is. Not Andy Warhol. Not Andy Warhol. Andy this, Wood. This, this dude, Andy Wood, who I think might be like a Nashville cat. I but think I could, you're right. Yeah. But but I could be. Let me, while, you, while you talk okay, about this gearbox, I'll talk about let me, the I'm going to Google you. this. Yeah, so what it is, it, and so this is the thing, like, and a lot of people are like, well, I have the Tumnus and I have the Pinnacle, both great pedals. For those of you that don't know, the Tumnus is like Wampler's. Incredible. Wampler, I know, it's like Dave and I's, like, probably our favorite pedal. It's Wampler's Clon clone, but it's like its own thing as well. It's just an amazing pedal. And the Pinnacle is like a, um, I think the only way to, to describe the Pinnacle is it's a, it's a Marshall in a box pedal. Right, but it's more of like a hot rod at JCM eight hundred sound. It's 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 pretty heavy too. Like it, it's got some gain in it. I think I've played it before, um, and it's a good thing. And then it, I think this is a pedal that has the ability to, of course, stack the two circuits, and I think switch back and forth between them to switch which one is ahead of the other one, and to play with that kind of. St- it just looks really cool too. Like the it knobs cool. on it, the knobs look cool on it. I don't know. It looks like a cool pedal. It, I'll tell you what, though. I've heard that some of the demos, I mean, there's a ton of gain on tap with this thing. Lots of gain on tap. So so it sounds really cool. I mean, this is, this is a, w- w- will I buy one? Mm, I don't know. This is the other thing, too, is like, I'm not really a huge fan of these Marshall in a box pedals because I have a Marshall. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> do I really need the Marshall in a box? Like, I think Marshall in a box pedals are amazing for people that like that clean platform. And want to and want to turn like a you know like a deluxe reverb or a hot rod into a um, into a Marshall sound. I mean they're perfect for that and they sound amazing for that. Like for me, like I have like you know well in my house now I have this Marshall and then I also have the the Sheriff preamp pedal on my board that goes into my HX stomp. So I don't really need like a separate Marshall in a box pedal, but. You know, still, this thing is awesome, and maybe I'll get one eventually because it just looks so cool and sounds great. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think we should get one for the channel and, and do some demos. Yeah, know. maybe Wampler I mean, will send us one. Maybe Wampler ever, will yeah. send us one. Yeah, hey Wampler, can you send us one of these? Yeah, yeah, thanks, ma'am. Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> but anyway, Dave, any other thoughts on this? But anyway, panel? so no, am I, do, I did I Google the right Andy Wood here? Is that it's, what is is his name Andy Wood? I I mean no the 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 well the the. The, the 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 proper way to say it is was Andy Wood. Andy Wood was an American musician, lead singer, and lyricist for the alternative rock bands uh, Malfunction. Malfunction. Uh, it's okay, spelled who, funny. Who, who it's who spelled f- Mother so, Love Bone. Oh so yeah, we Mother say, Love Bone. Are we yeah. saying it's the wrong? Are we saying the is this wrong the guy? Right, is this the wrong? Is this the right Andy Wood? It's, no, no. Right Andy is, it, Wood. is it the Died right person? Died in nineteen ninety. No, this Wampler. is not the right Andy Wood. Hold on, let's 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 type it in. <laughs> this can't be the right Andy Wood. Maybe it's not the right. Maybe you got the wrong name. We run Andy Wood Wampler pedals. No, no, it's Andy Wood. That's his that's thing. the Andy Wood. That's Andy Wood. It must be somebody else that you're not googling. Anyway, it it's not super important, but 
Whoever this Andy Wood guy is, he knows his tones. Yes. Or knew his tones. <laughs> I don't think it's the same guy. I think it's a different Andy Wood. Andy Wood signature overdrive. Yeah. Anyway, it is definitely Here, Andy here at the Guitar Dads podcast, we're very prepared with our uh, material for the evening. There's another piece of gear I want to talk about tonight, though, which I thought was interesting. I thought we might have a little conversation about. So PRS. So PRS has come out with a new version, like I would say a next generation of their Archon amps. And you, in the Archon, you know, the previous version was like this 100-watt monster that was probably like three grand or something. And now they've come out with a combo, a 50-watt combo and a 50-watt head. And I think the price range for the head is like a thousand, it's like a thousand bucks for each of these things, right? So, which makes me think like they're not made in America anymore. It's kind of like what they did with the Tremonti signature, the MT, MT15 is what they call it, which was like a small lunchbox amp that they did a couple years ago, which is a Mark Tremonti signature, which... In these things, like they sound, in, that amp sounds incredible. I've never heard the Archon in person, but it seems like a really cool amp. But it did like it did like bring it up. Like people don't really talk about PRS amps. Like they're almost kind of like a like an afterthought of a lot of that's things. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah. I and mean, PRS, right? Right. Yeah. And and PRS is like this kind of really brand known for super high quality. But what what do you what are your thoughts on on like PRS amps, Dave. I think they're good. I, I know nothing about them. Yeah, it's <laughs> you never. I haven't done a lot of research. I haven't yeah. heard them very much. Occasionally, uh, something I'll, uh, I'll I'll pop across on YouTube and somebody's playing playing through one of them. But um, yeah, I, I guess I don't have an opinion. It took me by surprise tonight. <laughs> well, anyway, I mean, what do you guys out there think think about uh, PRS amps? I mean, I think they're cool. Like, I think the Archon, there's actually a model of the art, and I hope I'm saying it right, the Archon. I think it is the Archon. Well, what, actually, kind of fla- what, kind of, what kind of flavor do these things usually well, have? Well, there's a model of the Archon in the HX Stomp that I have played, and it's a pretty heavy, gainy amp. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, I would argue it's almost like a metal sound. I mean, oh. you can dial back the gain and do it, but it, it's, I would argue it's more of like a modern high gain sound, like along the lines of like, um, I don't think Mesa Boogie is modern, but when you think about compared to Marshall sound, it's a little more modern, right? Like right. along the lines of those kind of heavier amps, right? Like maybe the Ingles or the... Um, the diesels or one of those kind of things. Like it's pretty, it's pretty scorching stuff. Um, but it also has a clean channel. That's really nice sounding. Um, I don't know. I mean, supposedly it's like one of these really popular ramps, but you know, I don't know. I haven't played around with that a lot either. Maybe I'll play more with the HX stomp, the Archon, you know, model and see, but it's still interesting because this is definitely PRS trying to make a play, right? Because, it used to be like their amps, you know, I remember like John Mayer had a signature, um, um, a PRS amp, you know, that, that were like went along that he played on and the Grateful Dead shows that he does, the Dead and, Co- and Company shows. And the amp is like five grand, like insane wow. amount of money. That's it. So like for me, I always associated PRS amps with just tons and tons of money, like super, super high end. Yes. At the same time, super, super quality. But then I see this come out like a couple years ago, the MT15 comes out, low cost stamp from, you know, lower cost. I mean, you're still talking, you know, 1000 1500 bucks for an amp, but that's lower cost compared to, you know, three, four grand for an amp. Do you, do you think, do you think this is a PR, do you think this is a play because of, uh, um, because of the, because of Gibson and now own, uh, 
acquiring Mesa Boogie? Or do you think it has anything to do with that? Uh, it, it might have something to do with that. I think it's just them like trying to get more into the mainstream on the amp game. So like hobbyists like us that aren't like pros, you know, and don't want to go spend three, four grand on it, on it. And to tell you the truth, like in the three, four grand, if you're spending that kind of money on an amp, like you have a lot of options, right? And like, how are you going to go to PRS? Whereas you also have a lot of options in the thousand dollar range. That's true. But, you know, to associate with a PRS that has a brand that's really known for high quality, high end at a lower price point. I, I can see why they're doing this. I think it's a smart move. We'll see if they, especially doing it with their Archon amp, which are like probably their most iconic amp, right? Like a lower cost to a version of that. I mean, it's kind of a cool thing, right? I think that's- Yeah, it's interesting. It's definitely we'll interesting. See. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, I'd love to like give one a go at some point. Um, well, why don't see. you, yeah, you should definitely check it out on the stomp and see and see what you what you think of it. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and give a little review, you know, in the in a coming podcast, so we can talk more about it because I think it's an interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting. Yeah, it definitely they're like is, the forgotten amps. Yeah, they are the. They, yeah, 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 exactly. Because I, I, like I said, I, I don't have much of an opinion because I don't really know a whole lot about their amps. I mean, I certainly know their know more about their guitars than, than I do yeah. their amps. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, as I said, I think they're really... But I, I you know, like I said, I, I actually heard that MT-15 in person because this was... And I hope they do this again. Um, a couple years ago, they did a, a, a amp show, a guitar amp show in like one of the hotels in the suburbs of Boston. And it was really cool. I, I got like... Um, Dweezil Zappa was there. Um, he was, he was actually demoing like Axe effects, um, which was pretty cool. Like the, the, the fractal is what he was, he was, um, he was demoing and the tones he had was like insane because it's Dweezil. And, um, and then the, the PRS was there and they had like the little lamps set up and they had some of the, I, I probably actually probably did hear an Archon in person there, but people, but the MT 15 had recently come out and people were demoing that and it sounded so good. This 15 watt amp, right? I was like, damn. So I think PRS known for quality. This is some, something maybe to check out. I, I thought yeah, it was, definitely. I thought it was an interesting play by them worth, worth well, bringing up. Yeah, it is. It's definitely, definitely an interesting play by them. Yeah, so there and you also, go. And also worth checking out is our Instagram and Twitter <laughs> uh, Twitter feeds, at, at Guitar Dads Pod, and also our YouTube channel. Uh, search Guitar Dads on YouTube and check us out. We've got lots of new content up there and we'd love to hear some comments. Some of you have already been commenting. Thank you. We appreciate, we appreciate the views and the listens and all that stuff. Uh, and keep tuning in for more... Uh, for more action coming your way. No. Dave Dave is a master of the transition, folks. Master that I don't know about that. Yeah. For more mm-hmm. awesome transitions from Dave, tune in next week. <laughs> there you go. There's your transition. <laughs> well, I think that was the uh, that's the Guitar Dads podcast this week, right? That's it. Catch you guys on the flip. <laughs>